This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all. Hey guys, how the dolphin noise are you? We got a lot to talk about, obviously. Uh, a lot at the tips of our tongue and we can wait until we got here to uh, talk about it, obviously. It's the end of an era, some might say. Mm-hmm. It's the end of a lot of things. And I think that, you know what, we should save the Salt Lake City talk for the end because it's the most exciting thing and it's what everyone has come here for and we got to give our mvp awards and all that stuff and it's going to be very hard to even get there so let's just break this down this is the bravo episode let's break it down down into three segments today you know we have a lot of shows running right now and it's going to i'm going to miss it because Salt Lake City just ended. Potomac is, I don't think that Potomac is ending anytime soon, but Married to Medicine just take their reunion. I was not happy with the seating chart. I, I, I seen, I seen. I wasn't happy with it either. I mean, I understand it technically, but. Uh, I don't care about logic. I care about yeah. how I feel. I just don't understand why Simone is so close. Like, what is Simone? And I love, don't get me wrong, I love Dr. Simone. I love Dr. Jackie. But unless they're about to feud again, I don't see the point of them being that close to Andy. Usually, I guess that's we gotta for, wait and see. Like, that's if for the heavy hitters. Yeah, like if they, they go to Hilton Head. So, no, we're not going to get that. I, I, You know, I'm just thinking about the logics. We're not going to get that. You're right. I think Quad should have been to the right. Heavenly should have been to the left. And then so on and so on. Let's redo the seating chart. Fuck it. I'm going to pull it up. And we're going to redo the seating chart completely. Message thread. I sent it to you in uh, iMessage, so that's where I need to go and pull it up. Okay, so we got uh, Andy, which I feel like maybe we should have replaced that with us. No offense, yeah, but we should be yeah. sitting where Andy's sitting. He should have came in, you know, maybe a, a bit later or maybe like to intro us or to, to, to outro us, but, you know, we should be sitting there. Now, in the place of Dr. Jackie, who do you think should be sitting there? Quad. Quad. In the place of Simone, who should be on the opposite side? Heavenly. Okay. In the place of where Heavenly is, who should be there? Uh, Phaedra. I think since... Yeah, I think we should have gotten a little bit messy and maybe put... Yeah, no. Put Simone there. It should be Quad. And for me, it should be Quad, then Simone, and then Jackie. And on the other side, it should be Heavenly. And then who would you put in second seat? You would leave, or would you leave Toya there? I would leave Toya there. I would leave Toya there because I agree she is caring. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I would move Phaedra. To where T is, 
and then T where Phaedra is. Because Quad really don't have no, yeah. no beef with T. Yeah. And Phaedra should be on the other side because Phaedra switched sides very quickly. Well, sort of, kind of. I feel like that's what you mean because a lot mm-hmm. has been said after this show. So it's like now mm-hmm. they got beef. Quad and T got beef? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then Alicia could stay where she she is or she could have just uh, like, Alicia can be <laughs> she could have been like brought her. out later I like her I'm going to make a point with that too I have been like I don't have no problem with her still at the end because I don't know enough yet yeah um well but that's the seating chart and we just rearranged it and so if you guys could kindly go back in time and refilm it in the right seats I would appreciate that uh, so, you know, obviously, so that means American Medicine is coming to an end. Salt Lake City is ending. Southern Charm just ended. Um, a lot of shows are about to wrap up and also a lot of shows are about to start filming again. Salt Lake City is about to start filming on the 5th of February, I heard a little yeah. birdie said. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, Vanderpump Rules is coming back. But when are we going to get the replacement for Salt Lake City? Uh, you know? is it, It's going to be Jersey, so Jersey should already... Like, there should be a trailer out for Jersey, I feel. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm just not excited about Jersey at all. Well, I heard it's not a lot of the same stuff. I heard that it's actually, like... You know, they're there and no one is leaving. So it is what it is. So we're going to go on to something different. Still not giving it to you? Because they said that last year. This season was supposed to be so different. And was it different? I hear no different. I heard that same shit last year. I heard they already chose I see no different. I seen the same exact thing. Melissa, Teresa, Joe. I seen the same thing. Well, now it's gonna be Melissa, Teresa, Joe, Dol- and Louis. Dolores got one shade darker. That's the only difference. Black Dolores. Black Dolores. Blacker than ever. Maybe she'll be another shade darker. Okay, so now, at that point, Pumphrey <laughs> is coming back, which is. We're the most excited about, obviously, but we need other things to come back because it's been every day we have something to watch. And I don't know what I'm going to do once Traders is over because, you know, we already did Girls Trip, which was a flop. Uh, no one cared really about that. The first day, everyone was buzzing about it. The second By the second week, that buzzing died down. I did hear that Luann and Joe Bradley from Southern Hospitality was very flirty with each other and usually I'd be like go Luann but unfortunately that must mean that like is he not seeing Danielle anymore or what's going on with him and Danielle I never liked Joe Bradley for Danielle I, I didn't understand that I thought it was weird because he seemed exactly like gas station Alex these are men that you can find at your local gas station so I just didn't see the I didn't see the excitement or the wow in them. Like, girl, go outside, go to Chevron, go to go literally anywhere. You can find these same men. The only thing about Joe Bradley, the only difference between Joe Bradley and Alex is that I feel like Alex knows that he's a piece of shit and Joe thinks that he's a good guy and he's well dressed. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing. So we were saying Wawa. He's Wawa. And I think that he is a star fucker because he's going around flirting with Danielle, knowing that that's going to get him in headlines because he's in, he's on Southern Hospitality. And then Miss Luann, she's a flirt. So, you know, she flirts with any man she gets in contact with. I can't even blame her. I'm not like that, but her and Sonia will 
listen, I'm not letting my I man mean, they do the same thing around them. So go ahead. So that's why I'm not blaming Luann. But it just seems like he is doing it because he knows that's going to make headlines and he wants to be more than just the boy on Southern hospitality. He's very thirsty for uh, for fame and that's what he's doing. It's not out of interest. So hopefully this has turned off Danielle and she actually goes and gets, gets a man with like a real job, a real life, a real future, um, something unique about him because she's, you know, yeah, she is unique. So I don't know. It's just time to stop with the losers. Um, anyways, on to better things. That's the housekeeping. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Um, let's get into Potomac, which we have not visited in a while because because what? No, go ahead. Because we've had so much other, you know, there's been a lot going on in the other shows. Child, because that shit hasn't been given. That shit hasn't been given. I'm not gonna lie. And that's why we really haven't been covering it. I'll say it. It has not been given what it's needing to gain. What it's giving, what it needs to, I, that's a tongue twister. Go ahead. But it's yeah. not giving what it needed to gain or give. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Nobody, NECA, beautiful gowns, but that's what I want to talk to you too. I feel like they are really trying to force her in this group. Now they're talking about her interactions with Jacqueline. That's where they lost me. I'm like, why would we care about what Jacqueline had to say to Nessa? I've never seen them interact. I don't. I would. I I would rather them bring back Jacqueline. I wanted them to bring back Jacqueline. Right. And I'm kind of confused because I think her and Mia are actually on good terms. I see her under Mia's post. I see her supporting her now. So I'm like, I don't know if that's if this was just before and maybe they were in a rocky place. But I kind of feel like they're they're doing this for a storyline. It doesn't seem like. Mia really even has a problem with Jacqueline anymore. I feel like they squashed it. I don't know why this is being brought up. I just don't see what credibility NECA has when it comes to talking about Mia and Jackie's no. friendship. No. If it was any other, one of the other girls, sure. And even Sharice. Y'all need to, whatever money y'all spend on Sharice, keep it because it's not giving. I was, however, happy to see her not talking about Karen. She seemed, okay, and and I also kind of like that confessional look. That's what we're we're basing it off of? Uh, Well, yeah, for for Sharice, yeah. For Sharice always, yeah. Yeah, for Sharice, yeah. Yeah, that confessional look is giving me like 90 sister, sister, like 227 is giving me like the confessional definitely was cute. Yeah. I can agree to that for sure. But I'm talking about like whatever money you guys oh, are giving yeah. her to come on. I mean, but to be fair, Sharice is like, what am I supposed to do? Don't come these, on. It's like they're not doing anything. So if you're around brick walls, you're going to be a brick. Mm, that is a very good point. They're not. They're not doing anything. Ashley is talking about, and I love Ashley to death, but it's like. I'm two seconds away from finalizing my divorce. It's like, how many times are we going to talk about that? No, she pissed me off because that was, she's singing another tune now. Before it was like, okay, I have X amount before the divorce is final. And now she's like, well, I just, it just seems so final. It's a divorce. So she realized, well, I'm not going to say that, but I, I feel like maybe the grass isn't as green as she thought it was, and maybe it's a lot easier to have somebody just pay the bills and do what they want to do while you do what you want to do, which I've been saying. But she way. can't do what she want to do. That's the that's the difference. Because if they were just the living separate lives, <laughs> then it would be fine. She but from NDAs like some of the other women. This woman cannot live her life because Michael does not want a man around his well that's understandable not to not want a man around his kids but he don't want a man around her either so that's why it's never going to work for me 
the whole thing. Like, if we're just leading separate lives, you over here fucking anything with legs and I can't fuck nothing? Absolutely. Long story short, it would never work between me and Michael because I wouldn't be able to do me while he does him. He wants to control Ashley and her home and then do whatever he wants to do on the side. That's why I would immediately get a divorce if I was Ashley, especially if we have the money part sorted out. Now, if the money part isn't sorted out, which is why you, what you're saying basically is like, the money part might not be there just yet and it might be more convenient to be married. I get that, but that would literally kill me. But again, it ain't nothing to sign an NDA in my world. So That's what I was saying too. Sign that NDA. (laughs) Immediately. She wouldn't be the only one doing it, so. Okay, so the highlights of the episode, I think, are the Mother's Day brunch which I think is probably the most well put together scene or event that they've had all season. Uh, like it was just beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was elegant, beautiful gowns, like beautiful table settings. It just reminded me of a beautiful, whimsical, classy, elegant, gorgeous, captivating tea party in like Alice in Wonderland style. I really loved uh, the scenery of it and all the love between mothers and daughters and children and friends. So that was just good to see. And then um, it didn't really have a lot of, of substance, substance, but we finally got to sit down with Candace and Robin. But yeah, guys, I was on Robin's side, surprisingly. Me too. Um, I feel like Candace is saying that she she just feels shocked as to why Robin is holding what she tweeted against her. And even though Candace is right in what she tweeted and what she said, in my opinion, when it comes to that, you cannot tweet these things about me say these things about me and then expect to be friends. Yes, it's impossible. Yeah. So it's like, you might be right with what you said and how you felt and how you feel or whatever, but to expect me, especially, you know, that I'm like lying (laughs) and covering up for one or whatever and you're calling me out on my bullshit and you're basically saying to the masses that you agree that I put you know the truth behind a paywall or you know you don't believe my cover story or whatever we're not going to be able to be cool after that babe like I don't and I just don't understand why Candace is so shocked by that because I think she's taking out the energy that she has for Giselle on Robin. Hmm. And I think that's the biggest problem because she keeps trying to associate Robin with Giselle, even like she, she feels like she was in cahoots with Giselle. And I'm like, I honestly think that Robin was defending Chris, if anything, while everybody else was talking crap. So I, I just didn't understand it, but I do understand kind of how she feels because it does seem like Robin would always have Giselle's back and I wouldn't see her disagreeing with her so much so what she's what you think she's interpreting is that the only reason that she went against Giselle for the first time is because she knew that she was hiding something herself I mean I don't necessarily think it was that I I also feel that Robin is sensible and she considers Candace a friend. So I think when she's seen Chris being dragged through the mud for something that he didn't do, she can kind of relate because she always has these problems with Juan. So I don't think she would do that to Candace. Well, no, I'm saying like, I think I agree with you. And I think that Robin was being genuine. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. She checked his L on it. But I'm saying that Candace thinks that she only did it because she had bad yeah. intentions because she was hiding it. I honestly don't don't necessarily think it was this in this instant. Okay. I don't think it was that. 
Yeah, I don't think it was that either. I think that Robin was genuine about it, but I think that Candace is like, okay, I said what I said. Now let's move on. But it's the things that she said was just like, even though they may be true, it's like I could never move on with the person who said something like that. Right. Because I, I honestly feel like Robin hasn't really offended her on the same level. So I don't understand why Candace can't see that. I, I'm That's what I'm getting confused about. Like, I understand how you feel when it comes to Giselle because that's a whole thing. Absolutely. But when it comes to Robin, it's like Robin hasn't really done anything to wrong Candace. Well, I kind of understand why she said what she said. I just think that she shouldn't feel like Robin needs to let it go because you can't come after someone the way that you come after someone and then act like, why are you offended that I called you basically a stupid ass bitch that was hiding something in plotting and planning against her? She felt like she didn't need to apologize. I think it's worthy of an apology because the problem there isn't so big that you guys can't resolve this. It's like, if you have a genuine friendship with with someone, it should just be easy to be like, you know what? I'm sorry I offended you. That wasn't my intent. Um, I see how you're taking it and how you're interpreting it, but that that wasn't what I meant by that. And Robin easily lets things go. So she's like the easiest person to like squash beef with. I just don't. It, it, it makes it seem like they're just dragging it at this point. I'm and like, I'm just kind of sick of every single like time there's a confrontation, a conversation. Here come the waterworks. Like if you cared that much, then apologize or let it go. I agree. But y'all stream Deep Space uh, Deluxe because yeah, actually streaming music for sure is my song. I love that song. I tell her that every time. That's like the best song she's ever made. Deep yeah. Space Baby. Um, Karen is fabulous as always. I think that at this point I'm just tuning in to like <laughs> see what Karen says. Yeah. And she yeah. always has something funny to say. I mean, I, I do kind of like Robin to this season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like Robin's bringing a little bit more with her whole thing. I'm just kind of looking to... I mean, that's the only thing that's giving. That's the okay, only thing that's, that's like fair. giving me something. Because everybody else, NECA, Wendy, I love you. I'm going to support you regardless. But do I think I want to see a talk show? Like humor it's out. Wendy. The talk show's out, baby. We I speak. love... I, you guys need to go check that What's out. What's it called? Since you're called, you're telling people to check it out, right? What's it called? I'm sorry, guys. My headphones keep breaking out. <laughs> it's it's so every loud. week on YouTube. I can't believe that we lost the producer just like that. And then we have some people that are like people that I don't know, like, like they're doing a good job because I saw a little bit of an episode and I'm like, this is a great background at least. Like aesthetically, it's a nice show. Um, oh, what if you fly? It's a nice show aesthetically. So I think that even though she had to get rid of her first producer, the second one is, oh, uh, maybe that's the well, the second ones are doing a great job. The Dr. Wendy show. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, child. <laughs> Let's get into something that we talked a little bit about when Two Black Girls, One Rose was here. But we haven't discussed on our own in a while. Are and that is Real Housewives of Beverly Motherfucking Hills. And that show, in case you haven't been tuned in, I'm not going to say it's on Salt Lake City level, but I will say they're it's doing something. It's a good fucking show. So it's a good show, guys. Like, I mean, I am genuinely enjoying the Barcelona trip. I don't want to leave yet. 
I mean, well, they just got there, man. Yeah, but normally as soon as they go on a trip, I'm like, God, because I just know they're going to drag it. But I'm like, I can be here for a few episodes. What do you think about Erica Jane being able to smell spirits? I think it's accurate. I I I think the only spirit she can smell is like vodka, tequila, cognac. I want to get to the nitty gritty of things. Oh, you want to get just straight into it? How do you feel about this ring situation? (laughs) She is such a... She pissed me off. Because I'm like, Erica. (laughs) She No, let me tell you. I'm not going to say that I was a fan again or she had me on her side again or anything. But what I will say is I found myself when she was on that screen, I'm like, hmm. I kind of like this bitch, and she's making me like her. I like her. I like but, her. But, yeah. no, let me finish. When she brought that ring up, she pissed me off because it's like, one, let it the fuck go. But two, she got genuinely mad that they didn't say congratulations. And it wasn't even a win. It was. It went to a different court. Girl, I don't care that your case got transferred to like small claims court or whatever the fuck it is. I care that you're rebuilding your life on your own in your poor ass two million dollar house. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And she's like, I, well, it would have been nice to get a pat on the back of her. It would have been nice if they would have acknowledged me. But they had so much to say last year. Bitch, I'm not going to give you a pat on the back for not stealing. And it's not even, it's not even considered, like, it's not even finished yet. The thing is, okay. You can go uninterrupted. I don't want to, okay, so I'm not defending that. I want to make this clear before I say what I have to say. She's wrong. She probably should have gave up the ring, the earrings. That's it. That, that's how I'll leave it. But when it comes to how she feels, I kind of understand that compared to these other ladies, she's living in the shoe shack. We see her house. We see where she's living. Erica Jane is like, I'm broke. That's how she feels. And other people are like, she's still rich. She still has it. She's like, no, 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 no. Because I'm wearing the same things that were in my closet last season. While Kyle is just like pulling shit out of her bag. People are throwing Gucci and Prada on the floor just like it's nothing. And she's like, here I am. So in her, I think how she feels, the earrings are like, that's that's what she has left. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't give everything. They've taken everything. They've taken it all. It's like, and now I just have this shoebox compared to these other women. They're like in mansions and everybody's getting, you've seen Kathy Hilton's house. She's like, I'm going to get a mansion in my backyard and on the side of my house. And I have like a billion acres and you know, it's fine. She has fucking horses and ponies and elephants, and giraffes back there. And Erica's house is like just a living room. Her closet is in her living room. Did anybody notice that? Oh, okay, I can talk. Her her poor two million her poor two million dollar. <laughs> but it's in Beverly Hills, so that's why it's so much. But it's like that looks like the inside of the greens. And if you know, you fucking you know. know. It's like that's the same square footage as the greens. So, you know, but do I think 
she should be talking about it. Would I bring that shit up on TV? No. I don't think she should be gloating about it. Like, yeah, I won the case. And, uh, but she didn't. That's the thing. She on. didn't win the case yet. People may be able, not even a pat on the back, people may be able to acknowledge, hey, you know what? That wasn't bought with stolen money. And I'm sorry that we kept talking to you about that and, you know, maybe saying stuff about that when it wasn't the case. But it wasn't even proven not to be from the money yet. All that happened was it's going to a different case. What do you want us to say? She's like, you guys talked about it all last season. No, no, well, no follow-up questions. Sutton's just like, well, let's go outside on the patio and, and, and move on. And Erica's like, no. Let's talk about it. But if we talked about it, it would be like, okay, bitch, what do you want? A cookie that she you didn't steal? She wanted to be like, her earrings. <laughs> That's what she wanted. The way she said it. And Ursa was just like... Because it's not over yet. Like, you know what do you want us like, to do? And I just yeah. felt like it was just such a bad move because even the people that were mad at her, they couldn't say anything about her this season because we have a new, like, she wasn't arguing as much. She um, was, you know, building herself back up. She's genuinely seemed to want to get back in a better place with the women. She is, you know, her medicine is is leveling her out. So it was like not much to say against her. Mm. And now it's like, but you're trying to get us to say that your earrings weren't bought with stolen money when you haven't proven it yet. All that's happened is that it moved to a different level of court. I'm not congratulating you on that. Once you get those earrings back in your hand with a motherfucking receipt from K Jewelers, then I'll say I was wrong. I get it. I do get it. I do understand. No, you don't. You feel like that she just let her have the fucking earrings. And that since they were talking so much about it last season, she has a small win. She They should be able to acknowledge this little small win I'm this just season. Saying, like, maybe if you guys don't do it on TV, a little note that's like, hey, you got that. Like, you know, maybe you not, acknowledge, her maybe not acknowledge it on TV. But like send her a little I message with the confetti balloons and be like, you <laughs> like you got that, you got that. I'm not gonna tell you on TV, but you got that. Touche, <laughs> touche. I'm I, and I'm gonna say even though it irritated me because I felt like it was just the wrong time to say that because they're just all chilling, like they're still coming down from like everything that happened with Anne Marie. And um, and God, she's getting on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. That's the only problem that I have with this trip. <laughs> my hair hurts. But and- I I feel like she is getting on my nerves. But Crystal absolutely said all that shit. Um, <laughs> because she said it to us, the audience. <laughs> but I just feel like you guys already saw what she felt about you so why do you feel surprised that she said it to Anna Marie Marie? this is the problem that I have with them and it was kind of like the whole I don't know if it was Erica and Kyle or Erica Dorit that was discussing it when they were like well if that's how she feels then why does she want to be around us and it kind of gives me Salt Lake City, like how they felt when it came to Monica. Well, if that's how she feels about us, why do they want to? Why does she want to be around us? You guys always talk shit about each other. That's not a valid point. It's like how many times has Dorit said something? Because Child Bride, Child Bride, eight, I'm Child sorry, Bride, like that. I that I do, up. but I'm I, like, well, I do damn, feel, like, I fear that they. The only reason that she ate is because that really, she felt insulted by that. Because she felt that Crystal was talking about her. Who else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Specifically, Dorit. And I mean, d- did Crystal feel that way? Because every year, Dorit has a different accent. And now every she's year to, she says something ignorant. On, yeah. And now she's trying to take on, um, I don't even know what that is, Spanglish. 
Spanish geese. She's a child of the world, though. It sounds ridiculous. I'm like, stop. Because it's insulting. It's like this man is like, I'm just on Airbnb.com trying to feed you just this salmon and croquette and crackers. It's like, don't. Come on. I also wanted to ask you, now that we've had like the full experience in Miami and then compared to like our regular experiences going to restaurants, are you more of someone who enjoys a bunch of tapas, like a bunch of appetizers? Or are you someone who enjoys the traditional like appetizer entree? Because now that we've had, like in Miami, we had nothing but tapas. And then usually we're the kind of the people to go to, you know, the restaurants, we order an appetizer, we order an entree. And then if you're lucky, you get a dessert, I guess, if you want it. But which one are you now that we've had both experiences, especially at like world-class restaurants that we were at? I like tapas on somebody else's coin. But on my coin, I like entree and appetizer. Because with tapas, you can't take nothing home. You can't take nothing home because you're going to eat everything there. And then you're spending a pretty penny. Because then you have that one person that's like, well, let's get lamb chops. Oh, them lamb chops was good. Let's get two orders. Then before you know it, you have five orders of lamb chops at the table. And you're like, damn. And then people are like, oh, but we didn't get the we didn't get the pita bread and the Greek yogurt. And you're like, shit. <laughs> and then you're like shit that's another like $30 okay in an ideal world where everything that we do is now comped and we have a per diem because we know what a per diem is oh tapas all day you would that's do tapas all... yes because tapas are good like we have I just feel like I'm not an everything on the menu kind of girl like it was fun and it was such a good time, but when I go out, not necessarily every time, I'm gonna want something different. Like if I'm in the mood for steak, and it's like we have, you can have a little bit of steak, but we have this and we have that and we have that and we have this. It's like, mm, I'm gonna want to settle on something. Let me tell you something, but in this scenario, we got a per diem. You try what you like, and then once everybody's done, you're like, hey, excuse me. He pulled the waiter to the side. <laughs> You're like, can I actually get This is the thing about you. You refuse to let an imaginary situation just be what it is. Because it's either or. It's not I'm saying what you tapas and whatever you want. If you got the, you you want. Got the per, per diem, then you can just be like, <laughs> hey, you know what? I got a little bit more on my per diem. Let me actually take me a, a bacon wrapped chicken home or like a spatch chicken, because I love it. That's another thing that I love now. A spatch spatch cock. Spatch cock chicken. Or yeah, I feel like motherfucking Gordon Ramsay. Shout out to everyone in Miami. Go to the Hell's Kitchen restaurant that just opened. Everyone's talking about that. Uh, and y'all Hell's go Kitchen check out this spot in Los Angeles called Voodoo Bayou. Oh like, my god, I've been wanting to go there so bad. I went last night. I know, I can tell by... Well, I talk your stories, but I can tell by the... um. How it's set up, I was like, he's at Voodoo Bayou. Because I've been stalking that Facebook page. And you know what? Maybe, like, okay, I wanted to go since it opened last year, but Cat Williams had that interview. And on their Facebook page, they put a Cat Williams meme up. They literally photoshopped him into Voodoo Bayou drinking a drink. And I was like, oh my, good social media gets me every time. Because I'm a social media girl. Let me tell you something. It's like, Am I going to say it's as good as Papa Do's? No. I'm not going to go. No, it's a fun, like, drinks. Go have drinks. It's not far. I will say that. It's not far. Because I had a gumbo, and it was not bad. The gumbo was good. The only thing is they put okra in it. I'm not a fan of okra, but I will say that particular gumbo, I was okay with it. I was, like, leaving it. It's fine. Like, leaving it. And then I had... um, Louisiana style collard greens. Kiss mm. ten out of ten. That is so good. What else did you have? And I have the hurricane. Their hurricane mm. drink. 
Oh, so good. A hurricane a, has everything in it, so I know you're feeling good. Get a floater, because it's not. Oh. They're not like Papa They're not heavy-handed? Yeah, they're not heavy-handed. Papa Dose will have your ass. That's cute. That's why I, was, I would be like, bring a flask, if anything. <laughs> and I had some of the oysters really good. And they have an oyster deal on Wednesday. And what's the deal? Oh, they're just cheaper. Mm-hmm. They're cheaper. I, I want to go. Do you know they have beignets? I did not see that. How are you going to have a New Orleans restaurant and not have beignets? Did you know that Christina Milian has a beignet truck? Yeah, because you've said it every single time we talk about Zeus Network. I want to know, guys, you got the listeners that live in Los Angeles. Have you had a beignet from Christina Milian's beignet truck? And how was it? So, but yeah, oh shit, I forgot. Housewives of Beverly Hills, guys. Oh. Crystal and and Anne-Marie, real quick. Go ahead. How you feel? I, I get Crystal said those things, but like I said, I feel like they're dragging it. Everybody said something. Um, Anne-Marie was kind of working my nerves a little bit by bringing it up. And I also didn't like the situation between her and Sutton. Because you're just throwing Crystal under the bus because you got thrown under the bus. Because Sutton checked your ass. And was like, you called me a liar twice, three times. That's the only reason why she has a problem with Crystal. And that's what I can't respect. Because as soon as they got with her ass, then that's when she went to Crystal. They were, just holding, they were just holding you accountable for what you said. So why are you bringing up... Multiple times. Crystal? Which wasn't her business, by the way. Which wasn't her business Whether he, She had a small, medium, medium, large, extra large, or two exosophagus. Mind your fucking business. When it comes to people's health, especially, especially when you lied and you wrong. And then she was like, oh, I don't know who Taylor Dane is. And I was like, girl. But um, to each his own, because I'm like. But I will say, even though I am not really team Anna Marie at all in any kind of way, the whole association of anesthesiologists, doctors, whatever the fuck, they released a statement about how. I don't know. They don't support um, when women go on TV and and spew blah blah blah. That has nothing to do. Like that petty little housewives drama. It had nothing to do with the association of anesthesiologists. it was just ridiculous for them to even say anything because I feel like there's already like tension between nurses or and doctors and like pay grades and like if you're a patient or if you're in the medical field, you know that there's tension there. So why would they go and put out a whole statement about something that happened on a housewife show? That was very fucking weird. And people are like living for it. Like, yes. Oh, they checked Anne-Marie, blah, blah, blah. That's weird. That wasn't necessary. And it also adds to like the struggles that nurses go through to be recognized for what all that they fucking do. That was just none of their business. Well, I'm not going to say, well... I get that they're like, oh, this girl might be streaming some you know, spreading some things that may not be true or whatever, but I'm sure that we like, did they go on TV when all the other people made medical claims or other nurses may have said something wrong or, you know, it's just weird. Don't insert your ass in reality. Go save a life. Long story short. How about that? I'm sure yeah. someone is waiting to be put to sleep somewhere, and you got your social media online, social media manager online talking about, oh, the real housewives, and we are like taking a strong stance against her, especially as a nurse, as a black woman who's already getting her ass torn up on social media. Stop. But did they um, donate to the toothless and the hum- the the homeless, not toothless? Homeless, not toothless. Did they donate to that? No. No. They never do. No. 
نعم بيش يديت دفات شمال بيا اوكي شي سيغور كاز اتس اتس جيتنج Like, Erica, please shut your ass up until you get the earrings back. Then maybe we'll talk. And even then, I still think it's weird. Erica, I and that's all I have to say. Because <laughs> she has been, especially with Sutton, she's been getting in Sutton's ass without getting in her ass. Like, even with Amory, she's like, what do, what do you have to say? She gave her the floor. Sutton was serious. She was yeah. like, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. That is okay, my so esophagus. We, exactly. Mind your, mind your own esophagus. Worry about the size of your esophagus. Okay? Um. Anyways, let's get into the final Salt Lake City reunion part. Insane. Uh, Monica has officially been let go. And they said that, well, it's not the producers necessarily that wanted her to leave. They said that they have space and, you know, don't mind if she comes back. But it's the cast that doesn't want her back. And maybe somewhere down the road, she can come back. (sighs) With Heather, I don't respect it. With Heather, I do not respect it. Because to me... She just went down. Like, it just all the last 10 minutes of that reunion was very crucial to me. Because it's like it got into you being full of shit. Now that we're done talking about her being full of shit, we can talk about you being full of shit. And she's like, well, it's like, no, you lied. You lied like a rug. I totally agree that, okay, Monica, I'm going to get on her ass in a minute. And I'm going to tell y'all why she shouldn't come back. She can't come back. I wouldn't let her come back either. I'm going to get on her because I know you want her back, but I'm going to tell her why. I'm going to tell you why. But before I do that, because that's a very unpopular opinion. Everyone is like, no, that's all the worst. No. (laughs) Because even put it in real life, perspective. I'm going to put it in real life for a second. But Heather, but you had an investigation (laughs) open when you knew who did it all along. If that isn't the most white privileged shit I heard in my entire, well not in my entire life, in my housewives watching career, you had an investigation going You had the viewers wondering what happened. You had your co-stars wondering what happened. You had someone that's going to jail who can't do anything to you anyway, having that power over you. You had your boss wondering what happened. You wasted, you wasted my housewives tax dollars trying to figure out what the fuck happened to you and all along you knew what happened. And also, I also want to get in some producer's ass. When Monica said, I told producers, I believe her. Because how did no one know that she had this whole thing going, especially when multiple people had access to that account? I believe that she she might not have told a main producer. She might not have brought it up again because the producer that she told was probably like, okay, this is how... Just go make a good season. <laughs> so shut your ass up. And we'll get to it later, bitch. Or someone else will get to it later. <laughs> but I, I believe a producer had to know something. And not only that, producers who went through the fucking footage, because out of all, years later, for this happened in 2022. In 2024, we finally have footage of the night that, or the night after that she got that that fucking black eye and we have audio so when you were reviewing footage for your investigation where was that footage at you didn't hear and that's right after but isn't it funny that production has that so that's why i'm like it's heather it's production and it's monica 
because they didn't show that last season. So I'm like, why are we showing something we should have shown last season? Because they're saying that that's when that's when Heather let them know, hey, we talked about it right here. And this is what she said. And this is what I said. But if I was reviewing footage and we have audio and we have, you know, like, that's the first thing that you do. That's the first thing that you fucking do is literally say, oh, you don't know how you got your black eye and you're joking that it may have been, you know, production or you don't know what happened or you can't remember or you blacked out or you, the, 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 you look at the fucking footage and you see what you you try to read lips. You try to get body temperature. You try to literally figure out what's going on. You Scooby do that shit. So why all of a sudden do we have footage of right after that incident we have footage of them plotting and planning and covering it up and saying I got you and all this shit that's very fucking weird Aha. and everyone just wants to say oh I understand I understand you were scared of Jen I understand oh if I feel I feel no I have so many other theories too tell that's me the thing. Because I think they all knew about reality Montes before they even filmed the season. That's what a lot of other people were saying. Because production knew about it and nobody knew. God damn it. Every time I get to the gut. Lord help me. I think that they all knew about it. Because production knew and they didn't tell any of those girls. It didn't get back to them at all. Not like not one person. And as close and tight as they are with Mirror, with all of them, nobody knew about it. It seemed like they saved this for the very end to secure a good season. And this Jen Shaw thing, you remember I said that, I felt like it was kind of like, and I could be wrong. This is all allegedly. This is all just like a conspiracy theory. I feel like Jen did that for a reason. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to give you a black eye. You pretend like you don't know what happened. They're going to keep you on the shelf because they want to find out. Like everybody wants to find out. Because as soon as she got that black eye, everybody's like, wait a minute, pause. What happened to your eye? And for the rest of the season, people were like, what happened to her eye? Even this season, everybody's still like, I'm trying to figure out what happened to her eye. Like, what happened? Mm. That's an interesting theory. Because I'm, I'm just like, it's just mighty convenient. And it's like, you're so scared of Jan Shaw. But in my opinion, you've been talking about Jan Shaw throughout this whole season. And you didn't seem scared. You've been like, kind of like, I'm glad she's in jail. Then you threw about you threw up that whole Monica conspiracy theory, and you talked about how she was working with Jen, and you talked about how Jen was such an awful person, and how she did this and that, and not once at that table did she say anything about Jen Shaw giving her a black eye. You saved that for the reunion. How convenient! You had plenty of time at the table. You had plenty of time. We had how many? Episodes? Well, she did say it on the on the on the finale. She was like, including the fact that she gave me oh, a black yeah. eye. Okay, well, yeah. But you could have said that shit before then. Like, I don't well, she care. said that's what triggered her to say it, is that I'm she so found out that Monica was Reality Von Tees, and she's like, you're like you're just like Jen. You're basically another Jen because Jen would hold these things over their head and like go on social media and plant things and do all these things. So that's why she kept quiet. So I just don't get why Jen would just punch her in the eye. Well, that's what you boom like. What? I mean, I I, I don't want to incriminate myself, but I will say that I understand sometimes you want to punch someone in the eye. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but Heather didn't do anything that warranted Jim punching her in the eye. Well, remember, we don't see everything. But they were just showing titties. 
They were and maybe that's the problem. Angie K was like, I've never seen this sign of you. And then they literally, and that was it. And, and the camera's cut. They go to bed. So between that time and that time, what happened? And then my my other thing that I saw people talking about was like, it was not only that you had a black eye, you didn't just have a black eye. Like You look like you got your ass beat. There's a difference. Like you look like Natalie Nunn beat your ass in the bathroom <laughs> in Jamaica. Oh my God, Kaya. <laughs> she did. She looked exactly like Scotty. Like she needed a drink to hold up against her. Well, eye. Scotty, I kind of. Well, <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. that. Yeah, but when it comes to Heather, I just don't know. I don't know. Because I like now that you said, and, and it's the whole thing. You opened up an investigation. You made everybody believe like you had no. You're idea. putting people's jobs right. at, risk. at risk. You're putting people's like, you know, like it. This is a very serious accusation. This is a very serious thing that happened. This is physical abuse, and you know who did it all along. You're the woman who cried wolf. I just don't, but I don't trust her. Just like, and that's the point that I'm trying to make ultimately. I don't trust her. If I don't trust Monica, I definitely don't trust her. And I feel like her and Monica are one in the same. Oh. The only difference is Monica was what? On a, on a fan page? On a fan on a account? And they keep putting so much emphasis on her talking about the group, her dragging the group. They all said things about each other. This is the difference, though, and this is why she can't come back, and this is why she should have got fired. And, but I want to see her on TV. I want to see her on Traders. I want to see her on House of Villains. I want to see her on Celebrity Big Brother. Like, I want the best for Monica. I want to make that very clear. However, if we're treating this as a workplace, like everyone keeps trying to put it in perspective, it's a workplace. It's a workplace. It's a workplace. If you all at work don't like one person and y'all band together and y'all say, I'm not coming to work and working with this one person, What's going to happen? Are they going to fire you who's been there for four years or the other person who's only been there for one? Well, it depends on what that one person is giving. And it depends on... And who's going to watch just Monica by herself? Because I want to see Monica engage in mess. Yes, her home life is very... Her, her home life is very interesting. She has the mom. She has the ex-husband. She has the kids. She has, you know, I guess Miriam Cosby. But that's not going to save. One Miriam Cosby does not save a housewife's salary. You have to go and then cast four other people. And that's not Salt Lake City. These are the people that we know. These are people that we have relationships with. These are the people that have relationships with each other. So if they all don't fuck with one girl, who is she going to film with? I just feel like they, they number one, they should have nipped this in the bud a long time ago because back in the day, they didn't give a fuck who you wanted to film with. You're going to show up and you're going to film. It's like they're playing too nice with these people. Well, I mean, but we happen, we like, have that oh, on. Well, she doesn't want to film with her. Back in the day in Atlanta, you could tell people did not want to be around each other and they're like, you're going to film today, five o'clock, be there, or you're done. Yeah, I totally agree. It used to be like that, but and now it's like it's more of an option. It's like, well, Meredith doesn't want to film because her Doctor Teals fell in her tub, and she's a little pissy <laughs> about that. It's like, no, it's. I don't think that, but I think that we should also. Everyone keeps saying that these girls don't like each other, like on Salt Lake City. If that is the truth then if they really didn't like each other, then we wouldn't really have a show. They can't stand each other on Salt Lake City, but they film with each other because they know that they have a show. What Monica did with them is different. If this bitch, if someone is at my job and they have a fake page and they're talking about me on their fake page and I have to go to my job and work with this bitch, I'm not going to work with this bitch. And then even if you force me to, I'm not gonna let her in my house because she's literally tapping people's phone wires and, and ring cameras and literally being iCarly looking at people's like fucking personal information. She's driving by people's house. I wish they would have showed more of that footage though. She's a liability. Like there's, she's too much of a liability to keep on the cast. She is, but it's so fun. 
It is. I I don't disagree, but I just and think I'm logically. I'm just now saying that, and I hate that I'm just now saying it because Monica, I'm not mad. Like towards the end of the reunion, I'm like, she is one in the same. No, I think it's different because this is this is also it. Let's just say the production did know. She's telling on production. You want somebody on the cast that's going to go and tell she has nothing to lose. Well, I feel like if this is a job, right? And Monica that's why she is also getting fired because your ass is telling on production. If Monica is too much of a liability, Heather needs to go too. Heather can go. Because I don't like what she did. I honestly feel like, well, if Monica's going to go, Heather should go too because you lied and you put everybody's job at jeopardy because they're wondering what the fuck happened to you and you're not going to say anything. And they opened up a whole investigation. So you It's lie. much more... That was like... Well, no, they're both serious. You're a liar. Yeah, she lied. I I have no problem with Heather going. But at the same time, they have... Like, it's like... This is a new girl, again. This is yeah. someone that I don't care about. And I'm not friends with. I just met her. And the bitch is crazy. She has nothing to lose. The only person more dangerous with everything to lose is someone with nothing to lose. So I would not feel with her either. I would not be friends with her. That's why you don't be friends with someone with nothing to lose because what are they going to fucking do? I mean, I agree. And I'm not mad at people for feeling how they feel. I think everybody's definitely entitled to feel how they feel. Um, but I kind of feel, like I said, that they're, they were holding Monica responsible for all their problems within the group. It's like when Monica leaves we really going to see what the problem is. And it's more than Monica. So until next season, once we see everything, because they're going to have to come to terms, they're going to film with each other, and then Lisa's going to be like, oh, you know what? I really don't like Meredith. <laughs> I really just remember. I really don't fuck with Meredith like that. And Meredith's going to be like, you remember what Lisa said about me? And that's why I'm saying we still have a show. Yeah, we're gonna have like Lisa said, season five is gonna be better and than ever. He's definitely gonna fall out with Heather. That if one they don't, season, they can't stand each other. Thing about Salt Lake City and Whitney Rose is that she is going to fall out with Heather. And one thing about Salt Lake City, Heather Gay is going to beat Whitney's ass one way or another. Just like just, she's always shoving that girl. Like it does. Like in in was that? Was Are that you a other person too? She is. So you can push Wendy around. I mean, you Whitney. can push Whitney around, but you can't push Jen around, huh? No, well, because Jen was pushing her around. Every season, if you go back every season, except season one, and I can't even recall, but season two, three, season two, three, Heather flipped out on Whitney and like pushed her. Remember when they were in the lingerie and she physically moved her to the other side? All right, y'all. Go back and watch. I'm not. I'm just. No, I'm, I'm just a viewer. You. I remember. I remember very well. I remember I'm just a viewer. And you're right. So uh, I want to know. Okay, well, I just want to say that it just doesn't make sense for Monica to come back, no matter how you put it. But what I want you to listen to what production says. Production is just saying, Monica, if you hold on tight and if you don't wig out and you don't bug out we're going to figure out how to bring you back it's just that they need some time yeah, the same and you can't go around saying production you and that everyone was in on it and da, da, da. it's either do you want to come back and get that Salt Lake City bag and that Bravo bag or do you want to come back or do you want to do like a book and you want to give out all the secrets and you want to name people and you want to go on Bethany's podcast and you want to be a part of the reality reckoning oh, it's either or Bethany's podcast for her. I do not want that. That's that's it's either that's the the fate of a ex Bravo person. You either get put on pause like Dorinda, and you can eventually come back and make that bag, or you go to Bethany's podcast and after Bethany's podcast, who knows? Put Monica on Bell Collective. Hey, I don't have a problem with Monica. I'm just saying she cannot be on Salt Lake City. Period. Put her on Waterhouse. The air is not gonna watch it, but put her on Winter House. Like I watch it. She's gonna she's gonna put a hurricane on Winter House. I love Winter House though. 
Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, who is your most valuable player of the season? Heather, I was with you until that last part. So I'm going to have to take it back and change it to Monica. You are real mad. I was upset because I'm like this whole time. But why do you feel like you're shocked? I feel like you you just found out this information when it was like we knew that Jim gave her the black eye. We knew it. I expected a better reason than she was scared. I was fearful. It's like, no, that's not a good You know what made me mad also is that I still don't know why. So, okay, I know that she gave you the black eye, but why? Why? And I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying, what was her reasoning? What was her reasoning for it? Like, did you piss in her cereal? Like, what did you do? What my you do? MVP, it was Monica, and it still is Monica. Because remember, we did this a little, a few episodes ago, and I was the, the villain when I said it. Mm. But you know, sometimes y'all have to see. Y'all have to see. Um fantastic season ladies like we love them so much specifically lisa barlow and we do what the fuck we want to do with who we want to do it with and we fuck with her the long way because she's great on tv but she's even better off tv TV. and that's what people don't know until you know these people in real life you can't tell us nothing uh so i think that what we'll be looking forward to talking about next week, obviously, is <laughs> traders. Just so nasty, nice with the. Everyone knows I'm a cunt. <laughs> We're on YouTube. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think you said worse before, but you just haven't said a deadpan like this. Yeah, not deadpan. Jesus, you gotta at least look away. Don't make direct. I'm a cunt. <laughs> Um, so on Tuesday, we will be Wednesday, we will be talking traders and we might have a special guest who like we can have a better person to talk about traders with because this person possibly watches Big Brother, this person watches the challenge, this person watches every single show that's on, you know, that people come from on traders, they watch that show. I feel like we should all wear a hoodie too. That's the thing. You want to make it themed? I want to make a theme. We should all wear a hoodie. Everybody has to wear a hoodie. And please, please have a regular hoodie, everyone. That's attending. A regular hoodie. Watch the shape of the hoodie and watch the color of the hoodie. This is Bravo. We're black after all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Anyways, so yeah, perfect person for that. And then we'll be talking about the first episode of fucking Vanderpump Rules for the Bravo episode. So obviously, you guys are going to be tuned the fuck in, and we cannot wait to. And we entertain have some you. stuff coming, so y'all make sure y'all look out for that and support it, please. Yeah. And yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, support it and give us five stars. We love you. Bye. Bye, y'all. A Huda Media Production.